Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All fellows with monkey sounds in there are called good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Dusty Hera, Danny Morang is right over there. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Oh, Will Ortner here as well. Uh, I, I would say happy, happy New Year, gentlemen. But happy New Year, gentlemen, and Will Ortner. That's right about that. Why am I not a gentleman? <clears throat> uh, oh, do you want to get into that right now? I was a gentleman on New Year's Eve. <clears throat> Everybody have a good New Year's Eve. Yeah, I mean, uh, my wife and I split good. a bottle of champagne, and by split, I mean she had a glass. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Sounds like you had a good night. That's the way to do it, man. <laughs> I kept. I looked over and the bottle was empty. I went, huh. Yeah. How'd that happen? <laughs> well, I guess I was thirsty. <laughs> um, it's clearly, it's, it's very easily the most I've drank in quite a time. But st- staying at home, had a good night? Oh, God, yeah. It was, she, she, she tried about two weeks ago to be like, hey, let's go, let's go out. Let's go do one of those parties. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> She's, yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Let's go. Let's go. And, let's and go. I was like. I, I I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. And in the back of my head, I'm going, <laughs> she doesn't want to actually do that. Right there's, there's, there's no chance. And uh, as we got closer, she's like, I don't know. And then she gave me the, well, you're hip. And I just looked at her like, oh, it's on me and not how washed uh, you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, this is on, on me then. Okay. Well. And then I said, okay, fine. <laughs> fine, we'll stay home then. What did you do, Wiltner, that was so gentlemanly on New Year's Eve? Well, I worked out with the elderly. Suk and I had a good workout at the Crunch Fitness. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we we got after it a little yeah, bit. That was fun. I can only imagine what the people in that gym think of you two. Bald-headed, bearded men uh, lifting, presumably grunting a lot. Hip thrusting, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they all think he's my dad. Because that's, that's happened before. A bunch of people have come up yeah. to me and been like, that's so cool that you and your dad work out. I'm like, my dad doesn't work out. He's, yeah. He is your dad. He's not, well, in a sense. <laughs> Did you guys innocent. go to your like a proud boy rally after? Or what? <laughs> no, because <laughs> that's the vibe that I like. You you went to father and son. I'm thinking, yeah, no, that's not what the people in your gym are thinking, bud. No, his they're special thinking, lady friend was there. It helped us. Oh, that is that, <laughs> that does help you. That helped us. <laughs> they're thinking those guys are up to no good because that snap judgment is going right towards you guys. It's not fair. No. You can't judge that I mean, book by its It's cover. kind of fair. <laughs> we look like we ride for the Hells Angels. <laughs> we look like we have some Harley bikes. <laughs> but no, other than that, you know, I was uh, hanging out with some buddies, went downtown nice. Vancouver, didn't have to pay a couple cover charges. People just let me in. It was there cool. Go. Good time. I say, because, you, did, did anybody come up to you and say, hey, we don't want any problems? I say, we don't want any problems. You guys both but... look like you may have gotten some mm-hmm. like Nazi memorabilia for Christmas. No. <laughs> no. Not, definitely not me. <laughs> 
I got a lot of new t-shirts. I'm slimming down. Any Good. of those have any iron crosses on them or anything? <laughs> Jeez. No, they are. <laughs> no, just a lot of uh, blank. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a big like penny tea guy. Just blank. Okay. You like blankly the blank teas? Yeah, because then God, you would have. You would have loved the early 2000s. Dude, right? Oh I could dress like Eminem all the time. Nothing but black yeah. and white tees. I've always wanted to dye. Yeah, my hair but too. they were tall tees. Oh, they, <laughs> they were long. They were. They big. were so comfy though. They were wearing tents. People wearing tents around town. Mm, I love that. I can't style. tell you when I was working at the finish line how many angry customers I had like during summer. Like, you don't got any white tall tees? No. No, we're sold out because you, everybody you, has them. Five hundred friends were wearing them. Man, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Here's a regular one. You can buy two sizes too big and call it good. good. <laughs> See, I'm not a white. It's too loose guy, in my though. arms. Well, go lift. <laughs> go lift go. with Suk and, and Will. Yeah. Maybe you'll fill, you'll fill in it. They'll, they'll die. <laughs> Those workouts have given uh, people heart attacks before. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that was I, you. I went, I went to a wedding. I mean, oh, remember right. it was yeah. a wedding. And I've got to say, it was awesome. It was great. Oh, yeah? New Year's Eve is an over, overrated night. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, everybody has like these high hopes and then you go and you're like, meh, all right, that was not worth all the money that I paid to go out and do all these things. No, this was fantastic. It was great. It was great. The plans are made for you. Everything True. is made for you. The you, party you, was there. You 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 progress through the night yeah. on schedule. And well, it was it was it was a great night. I went to a, uh, obviously with my my beautiful bride. But uh, her sister and my brother-in-law were there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and congratulations to Alan and Nicole. They got married. Uh, it was a fantastic night of, uh, nuptials. of nuptials, dancing. Nuptials drinking. sounds like a dirty word. They had the drop and everything. They oh, had the nice. Blue, it, was gr- it, was a, it was a perfect Were you, were you there through? Oh, yeah. We oh. made it to one. And uh, I've got to give a special shout-out uh, to Chase and Jamie, who... Uh, we were waiting outside for the Max because we were going to take the Max back uh, towards our neck of the woods. Closer. Save you on the Uber. Yeah, and save on the Uber because Uber was like 105 bucks. We knew it was going to be a lot. Nailed it. And we're sitting there. We're waiting, and we're talking with these people, and they're like, where are you guys going? And we are like, well, we're going like towards Hillsboro. West side. And they're like, so are we. And so we figured out that we were essentially going to the same stop. Mm-hmm. And so they go... Hey, we're waiting for 40 minutes out here. And we were like 25 mm-hmm. of, of those 40 minutes we were with them. And they're like, I don't think this thing's coming. It was like 1.30 in the morning. Ooh. And it'd be, they'd been out there for 40 minutes. And we were like, yeah, this is a really long time. We kept checking. And it was like, it says it's supposed to be here so, like five so, minutes so ago. the line was running. Yeah, can't see it, nothing. And so they're like, all right. We're just going to call the Uber. You want to hop in with us? And we're like, sure. Split the XL. We we get into the Uber, and I'm like, hey, can you – because only he has the power to split yeah, the ride. Yeah, you hit the button to split the ride. He pulled stranger danger on me. He uh, goes, I don't know you, man. You don't have to pay. And I was like, wait, what? And he, I was like, no, man. You, you've you got to – we've got to figure yeah, this out. This up, yeah. He's like, no. No. Happy New Year. So, Chase – Super cool. Thank you. And Happy New Year to you. And, no. it, and so – uh, we then get to this is the problem with with Uber. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rat out my driver, mm, but because so many yeah, but because so many people were trying to get an Uber mm-hmm. when they got out, he was like, I was like, okay, well, can you just like cancel the ride and then we'll we'll get? It? He's like, no, too many people are like he he canceled the ride and his phone just went ding 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 ding, and my I'm sitting in, in his back seat. And my ride wouldn't pop up. So uh, we did a little side hustle. I just get, I'm like, can I just give you $20? And he looked at the map and he's like, oh, yeah, you don't live off the route at all. So as he was getting going back towards downtown, he dropped us off at home for 20 bucks. So I like had, it. I yeah, like it. We got home for $20. I like it. On New Year's Eve. It was an amazing. And he, made, amazing. And he made some tax free money he doesn't deal with Uber with. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Anonymous driver. Win-win for everybody. Anonymous driver. That's fantastic. It was a great... So that was like the cap off to a fantastic... What was already a great night. Were were you lit at this point? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even even better. (laughs) Even better. You're not up until one and not lit. I mean, Uh, come on. It was a great New Year's. Oh, I'm not. I I go to bed at like... People don't know this. I go to bed at like 2.30 every night. 
Yeah, you do. But by the time I get home, and if I do like a late show, yeah, I'm off air at like twelve thirty. Yeah. Then I've got to take it down, edit it, post it. Wow. Do everything else. Like it's like one thirty, and at that point in time, I'm kind of wound up. So I'm not going to bed anytime soon. You're going pew, pew, pew. Got to watch a show or something. See, that makes sense. But like for me, like I was up until four, I think, on New Year's. Like, Ooh, I'm, yeah, you, I'm lit you, the whole you way. You're real late. Well, I, I did the same thing as Dusty, except instead of finding an Uber, I just found a car and I just had someone drive me home. Oh, hey, okay. I thought you were saying yeah. you found a car and drove something. Yeah, like, no, like, absolutely. Called, no, 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 no. That's no, called no, Grand no, Theft no. Auto. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I knew the person. You did have a good time. The person <laughs> went to Listen, school. Listen, you can still steal somebody else's car that no, you know. Yeah. In fact, that's yeah. more often what happens. Look, as a CW football player, I was not the one who <laughs> fell asleep in the car downtown. You, you, wait, that happened? I cannot confirm or deny <laughs> that it may have happened and it may have been a random car and the person just let him sleep there. Wow. All right. I mean, that's not the worst car-related offense we have in this group. I think we're past the statute of limitations. Oh, boy. One. Here we go. What'd you do? There was a New Year's Eve that I came home on leave and I got double parked. I, I don't know. I think I told Oh, yeah. You've yeah. told this one before. Yeah. yeah. I flipped the car upside down on its, on its roof. <laughs> oh, well, I thought Dusty just lights his cars on fire when he wants to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's also true. Isn't that the that story? Did, no, it caught on fire. Yeah, but yeah, no, we, we we flipped a caught. sob upside down on its roof and then pushed it out of the way because it was a lot easier to push it out of the way when it was on its roof. But yeah, we. That's had, just mean. Like they, that is just that's just. They mean. were in his parking spot, Dusty. No, 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 no. They double parked us in. Yeah. Well. Oh that, yeah. Okay. Also rude. Not tip his car over. We wait, I, I think we waited I, for an I hour. Feel very safe there. It was like three o'clock in the morning in Chinatown. He waited for an hour, Dusty. You're out here like asking him to do more than what he's supposed to do. What are you supposed to do? You wait get for his, an hour, then you his, flip the car get over. His exactly. Car towed. Those tow truck drivers, they love towing people. You know what? I didn't think about that, and that would have been probably worse. Well, for you them. obviously did not think yeah. about it, and no, it's not worse, Danny, because they can at least pay to get their car out of that one. <laughs> well, you can go find like, you like, can go five five very large men do? and pay them to flip your car back over. Yeah, but then it's push also it. damaged. It, you, it's it's all busted up. You t- literally tip their car over. I gotta say, it happens when we got it on its side. It was kind of a oh crap. Dude. Now ah screw it, and we pushed it all the way. This over. does not sound like you're a good citizen right now, Moray. Well, that's a fight. Actually, the next if anything, time- that's a citizen's arrest. Yeah. That car was doing something illegal, <laughs> and he moved it out of the way. What this are you is, talking about? The, the next time we take the moral high ground, we're going to have to remember this story. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. That is the moral high ground. Oh. He stopped a criminal from double parking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you may be selling me on Danny Morang's superhero. He's he's a vigilante out there. <laughs> Doing what the cops won't do. The more impressive thing was that it only took five of us to flip a car over. Oh, my God. Meringue man, mm. here to stop all double parkers in the city of PDX. <laughs> uh, you know, that actually that would, that would keep me busy. There's a lot of a-holes around here. Danny and the orangutans out there. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, flipping cars over with their oversized arms. <laughs> He's got a crew of just him and Blazer's yeah. Twitter roaming the streets yeah. in capes and masks. Dragging their double park and if tipping you dare. over cars. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stop the crime you in this city. Are a despicable person. <laughs> God. All right. <laughs> well, we're off to a rousing start. We got a lot that we got to get to today, um, because um, we need to get inside Danny's feelings today. Oh God. USC's officially back. I mean, lo- lo- I said it on on what day was our last day? Friday? Thursday? 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 No, Friday. Friday. It was Friday. Friday. I was here on Friday, and I said I would have taken Tulane if Clay Helton was the coach. Mm-hmm. USC's still back, man. Yeah. They are back on their BS, but they are back. They're back. That was a horrific meltdown, my friend. Oh God, uh, the, epic proportions. Well, don't don't be mad because uh, the entire Pac-12 bowl season fizzled out like a stinky <laughs> fart. What are you talking about? They only had two losses. Mm. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Washington State and Utah, Pac-10, yeah, holding the, it down. The Pac-12 only had two losses. The no, big, the Big Ten had a lot of losses. The Pac-10, the Pac-10 had two losses because we. Do, it's the, the Big Ten can have them. Big Ten That's can right. have those. That's teams. right. That uh, was a Big Ten loss. <clears throat> it sure was. Sure was. Did you see the somebody did a graphic with the SEC logo, 
and it had all of their bowl losses, and they included Oklahoma and Texas in it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's not a – so don't – L.A. schools, you're not alone. Oh, yeah. Because the t- Texas and Oklahoma embarrassed their new conference as mm-hmm. well. Perfect. So it's okay. Well, I wouldn't say USC and UCLA embarrassed their conference. I mean, Nebraska and Northwestern have been doing that for years. Yeah, no, they're holding it down for the Big Ten. They really are. They really are. Uh, so we'll get we'll dive into what happened in the Cotton Bowl. And also, uh, Utah. Man, that Rose Bowl was a tough watch. Yeah. That was it's, a it's tough a bit of a, Even though Utah knocked out USC, it was a bit of a bummer to see him go down like that. We have uh, Gary Payton, the second's debut. That was fun. We'll get to that today. Um, but where we got to start this thing, um, we'll give you the latest on DeMar Hamlin, uh, a gut-wrenching scene in Cincinnati last night, the latest from the NFL and uh, the safety of the Buffalo Bills, who is hospitalized in Cincinnati right now. This is Danny Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. A gut-wrenching scene in Cincinnati last night as part of Monday Night Football as DeMar Hamlin, uh, safety for the Buffalo Bills, uh, went to make what what seemed to be a routine play um, right in the middle of the field, hit T. Higgins, and he, he popped back up on a play that didn't seem like it was one that added up to a major injury and then immediately uh, crumpled back down to the ground, and you saw – the sense of urgency and the scared faces and scared reactions, terrified reactions from players and coaches and officials immediately to when Hamlin went down to the ground. And then what, what ensued to unfold on the field in Cincinnati was something that we have not seen uh, in the national football league before, uh, which was truly a life-saving effort by paramedics team doctors Mm -hmm. and trainers uh, where CPR, chest compressions, and uh, an AED defibrillator was used Mm -hmm. on the field to revive DeMar Hamlin and make it so he is now in the hospital in the ICU in critical condition, but all his vitals, according to his family, uh, appear to be stable. He's in critical condition and still intubated, last that I saw, which means he's not breathing on his own. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of questions, so I'm not going to speculate. Mm-mm. But it's one thing to speculate, I think, and, and maybe other people have a, a, opinions on this. It's one thing to speculate about a torn ACL. Sure. And then they're they're speculating on somebody's life. Absolutely. Like, how much oxygen did he have to his brain at this point in time? Sure. You know, like those those. Unfortunately, I was a part of a situation like this in high school, where my yep. high school quarterback was paralyzed in front of us. Uh, and the life-saving efforts of our trainer saved Chris Tyack's life. Mm -hmm. And this isn't college football or the NFL, but I think the effect is very much the same. In that moment, you just don't know. 
Like I'm, no. uh, we're on radio. You'll understand. I, I'm, I'm tearing up right now. It is terrifying to have somebody who you know, who you love, yep. who you've been around, day in, day out, and everything, and not know. It's it's one thing. It's one thing to have a grotesque injury, like mm-hmm. a Willis McGahee invert the knee. When it's this, when life is in the balance, yeah, it is a different thing. And for those men to go through that last night. It will haunt them, yeah, probably forever, regardless of what happens to him, because in that moment it's terrifying. Well, and it's it's terrifying for those people who know him and the people that that, that don't yeah. either. Just seeing it, you were at Beaverton. That game was against Glencoe, Glencoe. where yeah. I, I I know the guy, and that was another play where the hit didn't add up. Nothing. It was the most innocuous thing. Chris just landed weird on his shoulder. It was a one in a billion. Nope. That the way that he fell in the way it wasn't that he a landed. hard hit. It wasn't a, a, a hit he didn't see coming. It just. But happened. it is something that stuck with everybody, no. and that's the thing too. Is that you know, all the prayers are out for Demar Hamlin, and rightfully so. But I don't think that it can be stated enough how much like the guilt that T Higgins, oh God. even though there's nothing that he nothing could he have changed or nothing that he did wrong that is going to linger with him. It's mm-hmm. going to linger with every single person that's on the field because this is the thing that you keep on hearing, and if you've ever seen it, and I've never seen a, a defibrillator being used, but I've seen CPR being administrated. Yeah. It, it is far more, um, I, I don't know, aggressive, violent, than yes. what, what you would assume it's that not, it is. It's not it's, just the TV stuff that you like. It's not the staying alive, the, you know, from the office episode no. where where they're doing the ch- n- n- No, it's a different scene when there is a scramble to save somebody's life. And then uh, by all accounts, it's apparently raw. the defibrillator is a, it, that is a the truly a violent mm-hmm. thing to see in person. And as you just outlined, when it's somebody that you care about, somebody that you know, somebody that you love and the the relationships that happen in sports is one of the things that we love sports for. And football is different, I think, from a lot of other sports. Number one, because of the violence, mm-hmm. but because of the time together. Yeah. Other teams, don't get me wrong, they spend a lot of time together, but in the NFL, you're spending more time at the facility with your teammates, all that kind of stuff, really than any other sport. It's you, the only you, sport you practice 10 times as much as you actually play. Yes, and so you're with guys whether it's on the field, in the in the offices, doing film, like it's, you spend more time with them than you do your families yeah. during the season, and that is that is that that scene and watching it, I just keep I keep thinking about like, on one hand, it, it saved the public from seeing it. Oh God, what was happening? But I just sat there and as I was watching it for. Five, ten, fifteen. As as you're seeing the team just huddled around and both teams coming out and just taking a knee mm-hmm. around it, you're going, "Why? Why are they keeping them there?" I mean, good luck trying to tell any of them to, to leave. leave. Yeah, but it, it's like this was this was something that it, it obviously it stuck with him, and I know that the NFL is catching a lot of heat because of the way that it's just flatly laid out by Joe Buck several times on the broadcast, and I know it was reiterated a couple of other times about some five-minute warning to get the game going once they put him on the stretcher and left. I, I sit there and I go, uh, the NFL's catching heat for that, but there is no way they were going to play that game, no. N- no matter what. And I look at that and I go, the NFL is probably going down a list because I, I don't know how many people know this, but there has been a player who has died on the field before in the mm-hmm. National Football League. His name was Chuck Hughes back in 1971, and he, he played for the Lions. He died literally in front of Dick Butkus during a game. They finished that game. Like they, The they, only thing that's ever stopped a game in the NFL is 9-11. Yeah, I mean, this that's, is... That's it. This is what we are, are looking at here is we are we are looking at a situation where the whole identity of football in the National Football League has moved the drill and we're going to go and that there was that was never going to happen no. last night that that was never going to happen but as you go down a checklist and we've seen guys even this year stretch it off before mm-hmm. 
on the season. It is, this is what the protocol is once the ambulance is packed up. I absolutely love Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott Mm -hmm. because last night, I I don't care if there was a a warning given and they were like, hey, guys, we're going to go and do this. You know, because that's just protocol. That's protocol. Those two men took a look at each other and their guys, and their guys, and they said, "Nope, this ain't gonna happen." No, and this ain't gonna happen. You could, I mean, you could see McDermott. McDermott couldn't keep it together himself as much as he tried, and yeah. nor should he. Yeah. And for Zach Taylor to recognize that his guys are the, the only thing that they care about is how Demar is doing. That mm. football came secondary, and I, and and the NFL is catching heat, and I think rightfully so to an extent because. A call needs to be made, yeah. but on the flip side of this, having worked in broadcast, this is and, and this is going to sound gross, but you, there's things you have to do legally here. You, you've, yeah. you've got you've got customers who pay for ad space, yeah, and it was like, oh, it doesn't matter. It, well, it does technically legally. They need to go through all of the stuff that they have to make sure that they can dot their I's and cross their T's so they can just shut this off. Yep. And Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott, they said, no, this ain't happening. And And that makes it, honestly, it made it easier for the league. Like I applaud them for it, but it it ain't easy to clap for that because those two guys were just doing what was right from a human level. As what we do know about DeMar Hamlin, um, and there is so much speculation out there, and that is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. I mean, again, the the fact, you know what, like something I saw last night that just is bothering me to no end is people going, look at the vax. Is that what you said when Hank Gathers collapsed on the floor against the University of Portland? Is that is that what you said back in 1971 when Chuck Hughes died on the field? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the stupidest thing because you have no idea. You have you have no idea. I mean, we saw cardio. There was a cardiologist, a respected cardiologist, who got on Twitter last night and said, based on what happened, it very much looks like I can't remember what the the condition is called, but it, it can happen when there is a direct impact to the chest that can cause a cardiac. And we've arrest. seen people get hit by baseballs. Yes, and line drives. Mm-hmm. Boom! The exact same thing has has happened before. To speculate anything, yeah. Whether it is you know there. The, whether it was a spinal injury that he stood up and something got shifted and mm-hmm. that no don't yeah. because what we do know right now is he had he went into cardiac arrest on the field it means his heart stopped on the field and that is different than a heart attack yes which is a blockage mm-hmm. of your arteries okay which causes your heart to stop beating and leads to cardiac arrest and that is how you die he had a cardiac event on the field he is in critical condition, innovated in the ICU at the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Any speculation beyond that is absolutely... It's unwarranted. Yeah, it's unwarranted and it's insensitive. It, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just ignorant to do. I mean, it's tr- it, it truly is. It, it's the difference between, like, listen, there is a difference between talking about somebody blowing their ACL and sure. somebody dying. And this is where we go to, we live in a world right now where everything is at our fingertips. We can get information mm-hmm. quicker than ever. And we have, we have this need, and it's actually, now we've been conditioned to have immediate information, right? And we when know we it don't, we panic. And that's how widespread speculation and false information gets out there and it gets widely distributed. There are things that just take time. There are things that you just don't know immediately. And this is And medically, that's typically the case. And that's why that's one thing I really and truly appreciated about the coverage that ESPN gave us with Scott Van Pelt last night Mm -hmm. with Ryan Clark. Lisa Salters was fantastic. It wasn't a rush to be the first to throw something out there. It wasn't any opinion or speculation. It was honesty. It was, there was heartfelt moments mm-hmm. of personal experiences and what they have gone through before. And we need more of that. Yeah. And it, it, it's crazy that we see it in our, our sports reporting more than we see it in our mainstream reporting. Yeah, no. The closest I've come to this in a, in a broadcast sense was, was following Nurk's leg. 
That's the closest I've come. And it was another, it was a set that, you know, Joe Shane and I were, you know, trying to do the same. Yeah. What, what do you do with this? How do you, yeah. how do you talk about this? It, a guy's life just changed. Yeah. And really, honestly, everybody was great. Booger, Adam, Susie, Lisa, uh, Scott Van Pelt, like everybody on ESPN. Their coverage was great last night. They, ESPN has stepped in a lot of stupid over yeah. the years in, in bad situations. They did a phenomenal job last night. Yep. They, they really did. And, and I think you're appropriately, you're, you're getting reactions around people in the sporting world who are doing, you know, a tip of the cap to them because they yeah. handle themselves incredibly professionally in a world that is, is very difficult to do so. Yep. Yeah, it, it's a really difficult world to do so. Um, and so this is what we know about DeMar Hamlin. Uh, again, he had a cardiac event. He is in the hospital. Uh, they use CPR. They use an AED. Yep. He, uh, transported to what, University of Cincinnati. Yep, yep. And his family, apparently, his agent was one of the first people to be out there yeah, and just there. say his vitals have yep. uh, been stabilized. And but his still family in critical is in, condition. His family is in good spirits yeah. uh, right now. And that is that is what we know from the medical side of things. Yeah. There is a lot that you take out of this, though, in this this entire event, including a scary incident that has had so, some tr- truly good come out of it. And as everybody hopes and prays that DeMar Hamlin recovers and recovers fully, uh, it, you do see the good part of humanity. And we'll talk about that coming up after Will with SportsCenter. Danny and Dusty on the fan. But tonight. All right, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Uh, we'll get to a lot of your uh, thoughts, feedback on on the DeMar Hamlin it, ter, what's, tragic events that happened there you last go. night. Not a tragedy. It's not a tragedy. Tragic events that happened last night. Scary situation. Um, that has incredibly, like you, you see in in trying times, though, you see some of the worst of humanity, but you also see some of the best in in people. And I think one thing that uh, was really cool to see come out was a lot of the stories about Damar Hamlin and the person that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I retweeted one of his tweets from earlier, from last year, from September 27th, or I guess it would be two years ago. Two now. years ago now. September 27th of 2021, where he said, if you get a chance to show some love today, do it. It won't cost you nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is like, like, that's a really just awesome thing to see from a person that, you know, he is, you start seeing this swell of support around him and people start identifying their own personal stories and connections. And we heard one from Mike Tomlin today. Yeah. Um, about how he's, he's Mike Tomlin's known him since he was 12 years old, grown up in Pittsburgh. And he's a guy that turned down offers from Ohio State and Penn State to stay in his hometown and play for Pitt. Um, and then, you know, a local guy who made good and made it to the NFL. But when he was still in college, he, back in 2020, hosted a, a toy drive mm-hmm. where the goal was to raise $2,500 for uh, kids in, in need around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Which with twenty five hundred dollars you can you can do some stuff. Hell yeah! And if for a college kid to raise twenty five hundred dollars, yeah, it's fantastic. You're gonna do some good. So the GoFundMe started uh, last night, and or, or it was still open as of last night, and people found it. Um, and so a goal of twenty five hundred dollars from the year two thousand twenty, it's nearly four million dollars raised now. It's actually four and a half now. It is at four and a yeah. half. Uh, this is from ESPN. The result: roughly four and a half million donated in the first eighteen hours. The number is cl- still climbing. That's an incredible story. Shout out Bills Mafia because this is something that Bills the Bills fans have done yeah. for everybody. Remember Tua? Mm-hmm. They, they started. They just they gave a truckload of money to his charity. Andy they, Dalton when mm-hmm. he he got him into the playoffs. Yep. Boom! A best sports fans, bunch of money. I, honestly, really best sports they fans legitimately might be. Considering what they went through with the Super Bowl losses, to continue to be fans and to do stuff like this, I I think it's pretty easy to put them up there. Yeah, it, it genuinely yeah. is just because 
the, their history, what they've gone through, and the stuff where they deliver, man, it's super cool. I mean, to have, I mean, obviously we, we want to see DeMar get out of this, but beyond that, to have this be the outcome of tragic events, pretty, pretty freaking cool, man. $4,638,370 as of right now. Uh, the top donor, a guy named Jason Hanold, twenty grand. Love to see it. Jeez. Just one person gave basically ten times what he was trying to raise, and because yeah. he has the ability to. You, it's that's so awesome. Chris Jericho went to donate, and he misspelled his name. He spelled it Crust Jericho, so he donated again to make sure it was Chris Jericho. He double <laughs> donated. Yeah, you gotta get that name right. That's awesome. They don't Andy have an edit Dalton button. Donated. Yeah, yeah. They don't got. They don't got an edit button there. But that is is. It's really cool to see um, the outpouring of support of you know whether it is financially uh, to a, a great cause like that, or of people just sharing the stories of of him being a good person around his community, and to the people that he was closest with. Um, I, I heard Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Um, relaying a story about how, you know, it was a reaction from Hamlin to seeing a player get stretchered off the field and how he felt um, because the guy's brother was on the, was playing in that same game too. And like his, his reaction was about how it must feel to be a family member in that situation, which is, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being that, but having these situations and then he's the guy um, last night to be stretchered off. It was a it was a surreal moment to see, um, and to see the fact that you know the information that we were getting was that no, you know they were they were saving his life in those moments that were unfolding on national television. I I think one of the good things that can come of this too is an awareness about CPR training and AED training. Yes. Um. Because these events happen. They they happen. And, like, one of the things that was – I go through these trainings every year as a high school football coach, mm-hmm. right? And we have these online trainings, and you go through all of these scenarios, and you have to take your tests on them every year. But last night it was that moment where it, it, it realized, like – You can oh, save somebody's life. Like, wh- what that plan was. The mm-hmm. strategic plan that the NFL has and the NFL practices, mm-hmm. They these – these teams, team doctors, trainers, and paramedics in the community, along with leaders at hospitals, they, they have a plan and that they practice it. Mm-hmm. They practice it like teams practice plays, like not as often or every single day or anything like that, but they have a plan in place to say, if this happens, this is how we react and this is what we do. And last night it saved a guy's life. And that's, there's, a, there's a militaristic sense to it of being prepared. Yeah. And that's... That preparation, that training, the the instincts, the the plan that was put in place, as of right now, has saved somebody's life. And that is something that uh, I think that we can all take a look at, and we can we can say that, you know, what if a cardiac event happens, you know, not on a football field, but in in your place of work mm-hmm. uh, at a, at a kids' sporting event, that that you're at a youth sporting event, and um, I reached out to Brooke Olsendam today, and she's going to join us tomorrow uh, at 1 o'clock because Brooke every year does her Brooke Hearts Your Heart uh, campaign for this reason. And there's a very unfortunate reason why she does it. it yeah, it, her husband died mm-hmm. uh, from a cardiac event shortly after they were married. Yeah. Like, like it was a unbelievably tragic event that it took Brooke a very long time to get to the point where now she has Brooke hearts your heart and she's been doing it for a few years Mm -hmm. now and she's been doing a great success with it. We're going to bring her on tomorrow. So if you are interested in being trained in CPR or AEDs and you want to have the ability to save somebody's life, we will have those resources for you tomorrow. And we will. And we'll share everything that we have because I think that can be something out of out of this, which hopefully it does not end in tragedy. And hopefully he, uh, DeMar Hamlin, makes a full recovery. But it was how quickly those men and women that were trainers, doctors, paramedics on site um, 
how quickly they reacted is the reason why he, he's got a chance to survive this thing. And that that is a that's a scary deal, man. And we, we use sports as our escape, but we saw yesterday what it means to have people that are trained on these devices mm-hmm. and on site and ready to go. And we also saw some of the best of humanity in the aftermath where people reaching out and making sure they, Doing something they cool. gave something back to him. Yeah. Man. Uh, we're going to have more on this because we were talking about the best of humanity. There's also some of the worst yeah, of humanity, too. Um, but uh, there's also a clip from Ryan Clark that I want to share. We'll get to that a, a little bit later on in the show. But uh, we'll get some of your feedback at 503-250-1080. And then um, we, will, we still have a lot of actual sports that we've got to get to today sports well. radio we got some other stuff we got to we, get into do, but as, heavy, is as heavy as this is there's there's nba there's college football there's it's huge it's important it's other stuff but this is i mean we'll we'll, we'll circle back to this numerous times throughout the day's show danny and dusty on the fan. danny and dusty on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan Five oh three two five oh ten eighty. That was a fan text on. Um, we'll get some of your feedback here. That is coming in. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's a lot of people bringing up uh, like Reggie Lewis collapsing and dying on a game at the Boston Garden. Uh, when you bring up you know events that have happened in in, in sports where cardiac events, man. It's not over the history of sports. This isn't unfamiliar territory. No, and a lot of them happen in practice, and we don't hear about mm-hmm. them. Um, I mean, honestly, the, it's crazy. If not for testing, then we could have had one here in Portland. Lamar, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge has yeah. Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome. Yeah, and he remember he retired. Yeah, because of a scare. Um, we have Commodio Cordis. That is the thing. That is what you're thinking of. I think when you get hit in the yes. chest hard, that was, that was, that, that was that I could not remember the medical term for it. Um, and then we have a text that came in and said, not to make a joke of this serious, but I'll be for this first to say I got emotional and had the largest pit in my stomach watching last night. Uh, but as we were pointing out with the five minute thing, Joe Burrow was getting ready and warming up on the field. And that's where a lot of people are pointing to that the NFL and the, the, Troy Vincent denied the Ever fact having that they the gave yeah. the five-minute warning. But Joe Burrow did at one point start warming up, and it, it was one of those things where the, that's the way that the game has been played mm-hmm. being before. I mean, it is a move-the-drill game. Remember, like, we played at uh, Azusa Pacific one time, and guys stretchered off. Backboard, ambulance, gone. Fifteen minutes later, you go back on the field, you know, and that was kind of the way that football has been, and it's not right. It's not right because both teams they didn't want to be there after that. You're you're checked out. No, no, and he ended up being okay. But you're still, and again, having been in a situation like this. I, well, I don't remember. And I, I I have a I had a teammate that I wasn't on that trip, but he uh ended up trying to block an extra point, landed on his neck, and he was in the hospital. The entire team was back in in Ashland mm-hmm. and he was still down in, in LA. Yeah. Like and he ended up being okay as well, but it's a scary moment because you, you have don't no know. answers. Yeah. You don't have answers at that point. I wasn't I wasn't on that trip, but the guys that were man, it, it was it was a really scary time. I mean, it's terrifying to think about. We we had a situation when I was at Central where something similar. The guy ended up being okay, but when he he was trying to make a tackle and he hit the ground. And when he hit the ground, he said he he couldn't really feel his fingers or his toes. He had tingles, and so they had to stretcher him out. And I remember the weird thing for us was, um. You, you, we got around with the other team, you know, and we all, we all prayed, right? Yeah. That was what we did. And then we got up, and I remember, like, one of my coaches coming up to me and the other alignment, and he said, I'm sorry I have to do this, but you better wake the bleep up because yeah. we got to go play a football game, and if you're not – if your head's not in this and you're not ready to go – it could be you next, which is it's it's messed up, but that is the thinking that they have 
when it comes to this sport. Yeah. And it, it's very unfortunate, but, but it is the sport. That may be something that is changing too. And hopefully it does out, out of this situation is that there were two men that were the adults in the stadium that said, we're not doing this. And they were Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott. Yep. And, you know, maybe that is the, the uh, one of the great changes that comes out of it. Um, 503, and, and by the way, the NFL has uh, said they're not going to make this game up this week. They don't know if or when they're going to do it. but It may not end up being necessary. No, but here is, a, here is a text that says, you know, why is every TV and radio host scared to talk about the impacts of not playing the game and potentially canceling the playoff seating or canceling on playoff seating in the home field advantage for Kansas City? Because now's not the time to do it is the easy answer for yeah. that. Did Skip text in? Yeah. <laughs> Was right? that Skip Bayless? Well, Trust I me, mean, nobody in here is afraid to talk about it. It just doesn't matter right now. No, so many other things matter at, at this point. And you know what? That is a conversation that can be had in three, four, further, five days. Like we, yeah. it's not, it's not pressing. Line. No, but right now, someone's is, life literally hangs in the balance. And it was a, an unprecedented moment in sports history that we saw. Mm-hmm. And we saw it on Monday Night Football. And it That's was the thing right is there we, for everybody in front of our own. Twenty eyes. million. Uh, we we had sixteen million watch Bucks. Uh, Cardinals last weekend. What do you think the Monday night football numbers for Bengals Bills were? With a a lead in of the Rose Bowl, leading into it on ESPN. So 30, probably 30 million? Well, it was on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN2. So at least 30 million? A bajillion. Like, I, I don't know. Like, legitimately. So you had. 10% 10% of the country yeah. tuned into this game seeing that event unfold. Yeah. It's More un- probably tuned in after, too. And honestly, in in my lifetime, the only thing I can think of that as a country we were more tuned into was 9-11. Yeah. And I mean, like this text says, we saw with Hank Gathers, 30 million people weren't watching Loyola Marymount play the University of Portland. Yes. That's that's the, the the kicker here is that it's so many people saw this. This wasn't even like gro- again a grotesque injury where everybody saw it, like Willis McGahee in the national championship game or um, Kevin Ware. I was just say Ware in Ware's Cincinnati. The one that yeah, out to me. yeah, with his compound fracture. Yeah. Like, and again, those those were viewed, but those weren't Monday Night Football. Two uh-huh. of the best teams in the league, seating on the line. Yeah. Like people were locked into that game coming into it. It was seven three. You. Know, what were they, seven minutes into the game? Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't, yeah, I remember the injury. Yeah. I have no recollection. I don't even know who they were playing or if they, they won. <laughs> but it's going to be like. They did win. I know that. It, it, it's, I don't, I have no recollection of anything else except for his leg was mangled. And that's like, it's Ugh. just, you, you get these situations and all the other stuff, it'll take care of itself down the road. It, it, it all, that, everybody's, well, what do you do? Let me tell you right now. It's not that hard to figure out. No. It's not. They, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And you know what? Like everybody that, that it cares about, hey, what's it going to do for seating and home field advantage? You know what two teams don't give a rip, and they're probably the two teams that should care about it the most? The, Bills and the, the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah. They do not care one bit no. because there's bigger things. There's Stephon Diggs had to convince a police officer out in front of the hospital because he took an Uber from the stadium to the hospital to go and be with his friend. He doesn't care if he has home field advantage no. or not. <laughs> he he's really got, he's got bigger things on his mind right now. And you know what? In the grand scheme of things, if they don't finish this game and they don't have home field advantage, Stefan Diggs, the biggest thing on his mind right now is DeMar Hamlin. But DeMar Hamlin, if he is okay, and hopefully he is, in two weeks from now, when the playoffs get ready to get going mm-hmm. and they're having to play, he still won't care no. because he was there with his buddy instead of finishing a football game. Yeah. That's what mattered. 100%. That's what mattered. All right, 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. Um, all right, let's get let's get into some other sports. We do have more on this. I want to play audio from uh, Ryan Clark. If you haven't heard the Ryan Clark audio yet, uh, we will play that. We will also... Um, or we're staying on the web. It's not even close um, for one person, and this may be it for him. But last night, let's get the overreactions. Gary Payton II made his Blazer debut. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.